Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. another episode of Hooked, the podcast where we create plot hooks for you to use in your games or just in your regular life if your life is much more exciting than mine. This week we have once again an all Lore and Disorder special with Isaac Jokong. Yes, I play Pons and Melina. Oh, I did play Pons. Now I play Melina in Lore and Disorder. Because Pons is locked away in a time capsule. Yes, for now. For now. I'll get him out. And on the other microphone is Jack. Cliff. Jack Cliff, that's his full name. I play Dashbowl, but you don't get my middle name. (laughs) Now stalk him. Now, what we do here, if you're joining us for the first time, is we take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card and a random word, and we create some plot hooks for you to use in your games wherever you see fit. Now... The random card this week is a fun one. It's a blue card. It's called a Quickling. It's a fairy rogue. It has flash, flying, and when the Quickling enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless you return another creature you control to its owner's hand. And the word is coverage. Coverage. I feel like this card should be Mm. a black card just from the amount of pain these things still on everyone. I mean, are you talking about Magic the Gathering or are you talking about Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. <laughs> well, you know, every every deck gets to be annoying in its own way. I've had green decks that are very annoying because you just keep spawning cat, spawning monsters. That's true. I usually play red-white, so it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to make up some plot hooks using these inspirations, and we're going to do it in three steps. First is a pledge. We're going to tell you the basic, just the seed of the idea, and then we will move on to the turn and go around exploring and expanding upon the seeds of the ideas. Then we will finish off with the prestige in which we give you the final touches and how to incorporate it into your game. So, who would like to go first with the Quickling? I will. Okay. This is a group, a Quickling group of fairies, rogues, travelling troop of rogues, a guild, travelling guild of fairy thieves. A travelling guild. They travel far and wide, plundering artfully. All right. A fairy guild of thieves. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it so much that I had something almost exactly the same thought up in my head. So I'm going to throw to Isaac and hope that he has something while I come up with something new. Or he's thought of something. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of really honed in on the word coverage 
and that is an interesting word to have in this situation. What does coverage mean to quicklings? Well, I thought, here's the state of the world. The Fae are inside your mortal plane, your material plane, and they have, they're everywhere, these quicklings. They don't control the world, but they also make sure everyone is doing the same thing. They have their complete coverage of all the places. So if you, it's kind of like a little bit like a Black Mirror episode, this world. Okay. Everyone's like, if I do something wrong, these quicklings are going to appear out of nowhere, wrap me up and drag me off to the Fae. So everyone's just on edge. They're allowed to do, they're allowed to like live their normal lives, but... So it's kind of like a Ravenloft, but instead of vampires and the undead, you're worried about these quicklings and them taking an interest in you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So nobody really knows what the rules are. It's like... You think you're doing the right thing, but then Quicklings comes like, okay, well, that was not the right thing. I'm not going to do what he did. Yeah, okay. So they're kind of making up the rules as they go along as well. Well, they have a set of rules. They just don't tell anyone what they are. And <laughs> oh, they're just so... Typical fairy. I mean, they're so chaotic. It's like you just can't eat corn on a Tuesday with a spoon in your left hand kind of rules. Oh. Yeah, it's a really annoying world. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, so Quickling coverage, I think... I'm still going to go with a fairy rogue, but rather than a guild, I kind of like the idea drawing on the uh, the the ability that's on that card of if you if you play a quickling, you have to remove one of your other characters, one of your other creatures, unless um, uh, you have to remove. And so, yeah, you have to remove one of your other creatures. So I think they are specifically uh, a group of quicklings that all inhabit the same body uh, but they can use this ability to uh, and they do use it to free prisoners their specialty is infiltration and removal of say someone is in a lot of trouble with a city guard or is in some sort of prison or is being held hostage you can hire these quicklings to get in and get them out hmm all right, shall we move on to Jack's fairy guild? Sure. Now, you Ask say they travel question. around. Yep. I love the idea of them traveling in a cloud, like in inside like <laughs> this just big cumulonimbus that no this. one can see inside. I love inside. the idea of this being my original idea, Jack. Um, <laughs> well, no, you stole from me. <laughs> Not at all. I didn't, I know, have, I like, didn't have that yeah. until we got wow. to Isaac talking about coverage and I I just think how, how I like, this I just guild like is travelling. Like lassoing through trees and going really fast. Yeah, absolutely. So like I think like they, they travel in a cloud but then they all like drop and descend. Um like and they and they kind of swarm about. <laughs> like out of a helicopter they all drop their ropes. Okay. Yeah. Slide down. Cloud the cloud thieves guild. Well, I, I mean, other than that, how do they travel around? Other than just, do they just they like to and... like sort of Spider Man around with their glowing lassos? Sure. Yeah. Um, and what what they're a guild? Why does this guild travel? Because usually guilds are like controlling the economy of a certain skill in a certain place. What does this guild gain by traveling around? Like, what do they hope to achieve? Adventure. It's in their nature. Right. Coverage of what? <laughs> the weather. They're going to inspire others to be like them. The guild is... Okay, so are they stealing children? No. 
No. That's, they, that they, sounds like what they were doing, and that's a very fairy thing to do. I think they're stealing children, Jack. <laughs> and they keep them in the cloud. <laughs> yeah, they turn them into quicklings. <laughs> this is turning so dark. <laughs> no, they they start other thieves guilds where there aren't thieves guilds, or they help thieves guilds that aren't going well. Right. It's like the Santa Claus. And they get of recruits guilds. that way. The young recruits. Yeah, children, but they don't steal them. Okay. Like orphans that are part of thieves guilds. Chaotic Mary Poppins. So what are you calling this guild? The Shapers Guild. Okay, and so they go around city to city helping. Other thieves' guilds. Yes. All right. In exchange for uh, recruits to turn into quicklings. Okay. Or anyone that can keep up. Okay. Yeah. All right, Isaac. Hmm. So. So. Yes. No. Well. Okay. No. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So these quicklings are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't always like that. Something happened that made the world like this, and so it's like I said, it's very much a case of. Nobody knows where they came from. They know they're here. They don't know what their objective is, but they know okay. that people are going missing if they step out of line, which nobody knows what it How is. How long has this been happening? Is this a new thing, or is this something that, like, generations have... There's folklore of, like, this, all the very specific things that you can and cannot do. I would say this would only be, like, two or three generations at most. Okay. So it's... it's so it sounds like, like some something has caused... Like, like an overlap in realities mm. so where the regular reality is now overlapping with fairy reality mm. so it's recent enough that people still realize there was a before time yeah but it's old enough that people don't really nobody's alive anymore who was there at that point okay so how do players engage with this idea how so like i can imagine that they kind of walk through this sweet smelling mist and they appear in this idyllic village and everyone is clicking their tongues three times before they enter a door Mm. and the players don't know why Mm. and then they walk through a door without clicking their tongue and everyone's like no 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 go outside go outside go outside and click your tongue three times what where will that take them i feel like you you walk you know you walk into like this place or this this area and location you have those people who like have some of them are like on full stress mode at all times, desperately not wanting to be taken by the quickens. And other ones are just like, "This is life now. We just have to get used <laughs> to it." All right, let's see where it goes. So you got those two people. When you walk into there, it's a case of half the people are kind of just like, "Oh, let's see how long these these people last." And the other ones like, "Don't. You have to do it like this and like this." They see them doing anything like, mm, "Let's make sure you do the right thing." Okay. Yeah. 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 So. And the quicklings just disappear, people. They come out and just they just like disappeared. Wrap them up with their lassoes and they drag them off. Is it public and loud or is it secretive and oh, like it's quiet? It's public. Like you, you do it and it's maybe there's like a, a certain time between you doing the act yeah. and you just, whoop, there's the quicklings. They all rush through the door, lasso you up and just drag you out. Okay. So it's like, oh, you, you did the wrong thing, buddy. <laughs> it's like, well, what do I do now? Well, Grab a beer and wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, with mine, I was thinking about the word coverage and I think that maybe maybe this quickling rogue or this group of quickling rogues um, have the ability of like travelling with a fog cloud so they always are obscured. Um, and I, I, I don't know whether I want one or many. 
So I kind of maybe if they, if just they have children. if they have multiple personalities like mm. inside one body, something and to like do with different the, wigs that they put on, like a fairy that is existing in a world that isn't made for fairies, mm. Um, mm. and so it is like a like, a, like a, a clutch of quicklings that have been forced into one body to exist in this world. So how do you yeah. go about hiring these quicklings? I, th- I, well, I honestly think you just get in contact with them through um, the criminal underground. I think they're just mercenary. Mm. So they, it is, they are, they're probably known to the authorities, but no one, they haven't been able to pin them down because if, if one is caught, they can just turn into mist and turn into another one of their selves five feet away and run away. Yeah, so I think they they kind of using their fairy abilities in a in a town where there is very little magic. Mm. They're just selling their services in a, in a mercenary style, uh, and so I think maybe that's how either this either your players have hostages or prisoners, and the quickling the quicklings have been hired to rescue them, or your players, one of your players is taken (laughs) and they have to hire the quicklings to get them out. So the question is Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Zen, if they're not, like, they're, the reason why they're all kind of a little messed up is because they're not meant to be here. Yeah, they kind of keep glitching in and re- out of reality. So are they trying to get back to their own reality? I think that they, they appeared as, a, as like, a, a, a young a young child, and they don't really know. They know that they're not like anyone else, and so they're just making their way as best they can. Mm. They don't have like an, a drive to get back to any place because they don't remember any place other than the city. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm gonna call them. I'm gonna call them Flicker. Flicker. That's a good yeah. name. I like it. Okay. So that is the turn for all of them. So we have uh, Flicker the Fairy Rogue. We have the Shaper Guild or the Shapers Guild. Shapers Guild. Shapers Guild, and we had what did you call yours? I don't think they just had a name. Well, I guess I would kind of wherever they go, it's just um, let's call it the quickening. <laughs> okay, and the quickening. Mm. Okay, so let's go on to the prestige. I want, I want to throw an idea at you, Isaac. Go for it. In the prestige, I think we should. Observe what's happening on the other side of reality, mm. on the fairy side of reality, mm. and I think that they're observing this place because in this merging, their children were made human, and so every now and then they can spot someone doing something that isn't human or is explicitly not human, or they just think that that's not a human thing to do, mm. and then that's why they take that person back to the fairy realm. So you kind of got, like, the normal villagers or the normal people... Yeah. ...mashed in with these fae who are now thinking, or maybe they've kind of, like, their conscience... This 
their conscience has gone into a person. Yeah, whether that's true or not, or whether they just think that, mm. and so they they've got a they've got a very specific, very fairy list of like humans will never eat corn with a spoon on a Tuesday in their left hand. So if we see someone eating corn with a spoon in their left hand on a Tuesday, then that is obviously not a human, and we need to take them and convince them that they're a fairy. I, I like I like to think that maybe <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> I like to think that maybe these these Fey have been observing this this location for a while beforehand. They just, yep. They're really curious. What are humans? Which ones what do can they we do? Steal? It's like it's like okay, well, based on our you know the data that's been coming in, no one eats corn with their left hand on a Tuesday. Okay, well that's. That's what humans don't. They don't do that. And then some in all the observable times, no one has eaten corn. No with a one's spoon done on a that because they have to be like us. They have to be regimented and they do their own <laughs> thing. So that when whatever this accident or even purposeful thing happened, yeah, and they start seeing humans being their natural chaotic selves, they're like, "Ooh, I don't like that one." <laughs> Off to rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. You're a fairy now. Because the fairies might even think they're doing them a favor. It's like, yeah, absolutely. these humans. We need to help these humans. This one's obviously defective. We need to make sure he follows the rules now. <laughs> Based on our data that we observed over the last two weeks. That's a fun campaign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't want to force that on you, but I just think that, yeah, flipping it to see the fairy side of things and the explanation as to why they're stealing people or why they take these rules so seriously. Mm. Well, that's that kind of yeah. two parts of the campaign. You walk into this area, you have the quickening happening, you're like... We've got to find these fairies. They're obviously doing something nefarious. Eventually, you get to the fairies. It's like, oh, these are just fairy scientists. Fairy scientists. They're just fairy scientists. They're just collecting data. They're collecting data. And And reprogramming people. It's like, okay, well, (laughs) you're evil to me, but to you, you're doing good. So now do I need to go and convince them? And how do I explain to them the moral story of humans make no sense? Now you're just getting into all the politics of the Fae at that point. Yep. Convince them that That's one of my favourite things in the entire world is the <laughs> politics of the Fae. You have just this moral... The entire game comes down to just philosophy and morals at the <laughs> end. No combat, just all talking. <laughs> all right, so shall we move on to the Shapers Guild? Yes. Mm. So uh, how would someone incorporate this into their game? Travel. The need for travel. So the Shapers Guild is very good at traveling. Mm-hmm. It's rumored that they travel using. Um, I'm not. You know what it is? It's like weak spots you can go into the Feywild. Like you go through a weird uh, yeah, log. Yeah, they do have the a, a name in, in, yeah, in Dungeons and Dragons, but it doesn't. We don't need to use a Dungeons and Dragons. They model. have a. They have a sort of a, a sort of enhanced version of that that they control. It's sort of more like a a nexus for traveling that they keep secret and then right. they show very trusted. Um, people of the material plane um, sort of like their their guild house I see so they they have a place get from that a is to B static quickly. they can move quickly from place to place yeah they could go from one end of the world to the other theoretically and you could use that too if you needed to but it'd be very difficult to find okay and so how, what do they like to deal with are they are they particularly very fey like very fey some of them are more fey than others because obviously some of them are like, younger. happy, 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 I'm going to kill you, Faye. Or, like, I'm going to kill you and you're not going to like it. Probably really annoy you and steal things from you. So the happy, 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 yeah. kill you, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And so how many people are in this guild? How many How many quicklings? Uh, 72. So 72. And it's always 72? Yep. And one dies. They have to have another? 
Are they the only quicklings or where do they source their... Where do they get new quicklings from? They get new quicklings from um, humans, human, young, young people. Not just humans. They get quicklings from young people. Yes, they turn them into quicklings. I see. Yeah. I didn't even so I didn't even need to suggest that this time. So it's like the Santa Claus, <laughs> but for quicklings. There always has to be 72, 72. quicklings. Yes. Maybe because there's 72 openings of this nexus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So like there has that. to be one for each each nexus opening or that nexus opening closes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. So the Guild of the Shapers. All right. So let's go back to Flickr, my NPC. I'm... I'm kind of at a loss of how to twist them about because I think she uh, I'm calling her she but I think they would be very fun to play for a DM uh, a, a fae that has several different personalities would there be some them. personalities that are against each other um I think some would be like disdainful of each other I don't think any of them would be outright hostile could to each other could you hire specific personalities like I only yeah. want Greg yeah, definitely. Hours. I think you could do Greg that. Greg the quickly. <laughs> so they, someone could like ask you to go go hire the go hire Flicker, but specifically ask for Greg Flicker. Uh, we do not want Hannah Flicker, and we don't want Celine Flicker because they will not like what we're doing. <laughs> so what happens if those other personalities find out? Like, let's say Greg's off and he's I don't know killing babies, and then you got the other. Well, they like, all exist in the same. They exist body. in the same body. What happens yeah. when you know Hannah? says she she takes you know she takes the domineering part and yeah, she's like, yeah. you know what I'm not gonna I'm gonna stop right now I don't like what you're doing mister well maybe she might try to renegotiate and I think that depends on your players and the campaign mm. or it might be that she does it reluctantly and then holds it against you or or yeah any number of things um well, would they all be seeing what's happening and uh, Yes, yeah, I, I think they can always all observe mm. uh, because it's, I think in reality there is a great number of them in this one body mm. rather than dissociative identity disorder, which is literally uh, like you blacking out and another personality taking the reins. Mm. I think they can always see and they can always hear and they can always have opinions inside, but one personality is usually dominant. Mm. So it, it's kind of like a... a a Swiss Army tool of quicklings. Yeah. And like, all right, I don't need Greg on this mission. I need Hannah. And she comes out. It's like, so yeah, what you did I, last I week? I need an expert knife thrower. Please get a lease. One of them is one <laughs> of them like a wizard? Uh, I think we'll... I think... Did they compound I really, kind of like the idea that they're, they're, they're all rogues in certain ways. Like, they're fairies. So, of course, they have certain magical abilities just innate. Mm. Um, and maybe... Maybe the more you stress them out, the more erratic it gets and the more abilities that kind of spawn. Like maybe they can split apart into 17 different pieces and then they're just sucked back together. Um, mm. So I think maybe that's something like you'll maybe need to get Flickr and get for her, them from one city to another to do a mission, but then you have to protect them along the way. So I think maybe that'd be a really fun they escort. fragmenting. Mm, yeah. Well, they sound incredibly powerful. So it's like... They're so volatile as well. It's like you don't know if they're just going to explode and stab you in the face. Yeah, well, I guess it's it's like River in um the River in in Firefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where whereas they're they're very good and very powerful when they're on point, but they're kind of disabled from always achieving that that effectiveness elsewise mm. so it's really it's up up to you to either like figure out a way to deal with 
all these different personalities and this one individual that they inhabit. Mm, that's a good one. All right. Okay, so that was Flicker, the fairy rogue. We had uh, the Shapers Guild and we had the Quickening. Mm. Uh, so if you want to use any of those ideas you are more than free to we are produced under a creative commons attribution non-commercial non-derivatives 4.0 international license it means you're free to share and redistribute the material in any way medium or format as long as you give credit and don't use the material for commercial purposes without explicit permission. So you're free to use this in your games. And I plan on bringing at least two of these in some form or another into my game. Uh, so look forward to that, everyone. Uh-oh. <laughs> we, need to, we need to change this up and make everyone just happy, nice. That's why Jack always tries to make happy, happy <laughs> I things. I didn't listen. I like happy things. <laughs> it's also um, a challenge because it's very easy to go dark, but it's not. Mm. So, so if, if you want to uh, check out Law and Disorder, that is where myself, Isaac and Jack play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we are now in our third season and heading towards the end of the campaign. It is getting uh, very intense and very high-powered, so that's fun. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. All right, so thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, I've been Zane C. Weber here with... Isaac, who plays Pons and Melina in Law and Disorder. And... Yes. Jack, and we hope to see you soon. Lauren Disorder listening to that. Yeah, go listen to that as well. Yeah, go listen to that. I'll see you. Until then, keep playing games, everyone. I'm Morgan Phillips and I'm a human. And I'm Isabella Vallette and I'm also a human. But I was raised by fairies. And now I'm taking my human friend Morgan in to meet all of the mythological creatures that I know. Every Sunday we meet a new mythological creature and interview them about their life in a modern day context. Such as... The Night King from Game of Thrones. Funicula, the friendly vampire brother of Dracula. We've met the Loch Ness Monster. Santa. The Volpertinga. The Devil. And a Mermaid. And many more. We release all our interviews as a podcast called Off of the Fairies, where we interview a new mythological creature every week living in a modern day world come join us oh, that's not kind of productions podcast hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.